Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hey there, welcome to this uh, episode of Your Ultimate Life, episode 833. I titled this one, New Year. Yeah, that. And I use this kind of picture of a person behind me, not because it's inspiring, but because it's kind of scary. What happens for you when the new year starts? And maybe you don't use the, you know, Gregorian calendar, but most of us do. And uh, I do. So New Year's is here. I don't uh, set goals on this new year because my new year's in October for other personal and powerful reasons that I've sometimes shared, and you probably already know the story. But here's the question for you. What does a new beginning of any kind mean? Because we've just had uh, holiday celebrations, Christmas for the Christian world, and regardless of your religious affiliation or lack of, the meaning of Christmas, that point of light, the bright star, the bright opportunity of love and hope that we all have the chance to give and be a bright light instead of a sort of a stupefied gaze sort of represented by that picture. That, you know, that isn't who we can be. That might be who we've been, or maybe not. Maybe you've been fighting against that. But here's the question I have. When you start a new class, when you start a new project, when you start a new hobby, when you start a new job, when you start a new week, when you start a new year, what is, do you do it on purpose? Because sometimes, like, we've had this big buildup. We had Thanksgiving, and, you know, every year the Christmas rush because of retail sales starts earlier and earlier. And Black Friday used to be a physically dangerous event where people trampled over each other. And, you know, there were stories of injury and everything in the last few years before it went all virtual. And the COVID pandemic saved a bunch of lives probably because of the, you know, the greed of people trying to get the door crashers. But anyway, now it's all online, and gee, that gives people a chance to start it a month early. Black Friday started right after Halloween, and, you know, uh, after Christmas sales started about the 15th of December. New Year's is already there in Canada today. I'm, I'm recording this on Boxing Day, which is a holiday I didn't know about until I uh, got to be in Canada and, and gradually became Canadian. My wife and I are both dual national. But anyway, today uh, I'm recording this on Boxing Day. Boxing Day sales are another sort of Black Friday-ish thing. It used to be the 26th and 27th were the days of great returns at all the stores where gifts were exchanged or returned. And all this has to do with commercial stuff. But I saw a fun post this morning from Marianne Williamson talking about Christmas. And I don't know if she put it up today or yesterday, but she talked about having spent last year in the Church of the Nativity in Jerusalem and about 
Christianity and the meaning of Christ and love and growth and brightness and hope and light and all that good stuff. And then she said, you know, this year she can't be there. And so she's at her apartment in D.C., Washington, D.C., in the United States. And But she said it doesn't matter. The birth of hope, the birth of Christ, the birth of hope, the birth of light is not location-dependent. And that's what I want to talk, a little bit of what I want to talk about today. A new anything, like a little seed, we put it in the ground and you wait. And then in a day or two or three, maybe you, maybe you remember as a chi- child, the first time you explored or experimented with that, where, you know, a seed broke open and this tiny little green bud popped out and the miracle of growth evolved right there before your eyes. Every day you would look at it, or every other day, and you'd see a little bit more growth, a little bit more opportunity. And that's the truth of how life grows. It doesn't grow all at once. Now, I know there's the stories of bamboo that grows underground and suddenly grows 6,000 feet overnight. Not really, I'm exaggerating, but huge growth spurts. But still, all of that preparation happened gradually. The growth of our souls, the growth of our capabilities, the growth of our love, the growth of forgiveness, the growth of the substances who of who as the substance of who we are as children of God grows gradually. Now there are hallmarks of sudden events like the star, the birth of Christ, or other powerful religious purveyors. Now I'm Christian and For me, Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and I believe in that. But I understand and honor completely every tradition. What I know is common among all of us is that we yearn to love, we yearn to give and receive love, and we all inherently recognize that love is the greatest power. Even in the midst of cruelty and unkindness and the monstrous things we see going on in civil wars and all kinds of things around the world, other wars that are not civil, well, no war is civil. You know, there is, there is such unkindness there. But a person by themselves, when they're safe and not threatened, yearns for light and love. We all do. We are built that way. And we can go on a diatribe about, well, it's necessary survival. Nonsense. It's built into us because of who we are as spirit beings. And we have created awesome inequity, injustice, and unkindness in the world. But that's no excuse for us to throw up our hands and say, so what? I can't do anything about it. No, you know what? You, me, I can't fix every conflict. I can't fix any of those big things single-handedly. But you know what I can do? I can fix the conflict in my heart. I am that I have no internal conflict. And I say that meaningfully, powerfully, truthfully, and in a declarative fashion, but it didn't happen overnight. It comes just by choosing to love, choosing to allow others to walk their own path, and to discover their own truth and live into that and cherish their right to discover in their own way at their own pace. 
one of the biggest struggles that I had was expecting life to be a certain way for me, expecting other people to do stuff I wanted, when I wanted, the way I wanted, or thinking that if I did something and it didn't turn out like I wanted, something was wrong with me. None of those things are true. Like the purpose of this life is to just have this set of experiences and grow from them. That's the key because stuff happens, right? Outside stuff, other people, circumstances, and we either let it beat us down or we let it build us up. Now, as I begin, you know, this isn't quite New Year's. It it is going to come out. Sorry, it's going to come out on January 2nd. So when you see this, yesterday will be New Year's. What are you doing with a new year? You can be like this dude and kind of stupefied, or you can say, I'm going to do something new, or I'm going to do more of the same beautiful things that I've been doing because they are so joyful. If you're living a life where it's not fun right now, where it's painful or hurtful or sad or in depression or struggling, then this is the year to change that. Be open and seek help. That's what I learned to do. And even in the midst of that, one of the most fun things I learned was to love even in the process, love others. I think that's what makes uh, addiction recovery and other kinds of mental illness recovery and other groups so effective is because there's so much encouragement, not only to be open and share your own struggles, but to love and be supportive of others. We're built to love and serve each other, so this new year for me represents a chance to love you more. Love every single person I can. Send a whole bunch of messages out this morning of love and kindness and encouragement. Not for business, not for anything, except to be a beacon of light, a vessel of love and a conduit of power. You are that. You have the ability to lift and bless. I was, one of the messages I went, Uh, did this morning was a message back and forth with a fellow who's not a a client, but someone that I know that could be at some point a coaching client, but this isn't why I sent it. We're talking about what the offering is that this individual that he has to give into the world to create business, to make money, because his employment situation changed, the place where he was working closed, and that happens. So he's got to find a new way to make money. That can cause panic. Or it can cause us to just take stock and take action. Now, here's the key. You, you have a new, you have a set of skills. New Year started yesterday. I happen to be recording this on the 26th of December, but you'll see it in the day after New Year's. So you have a set of skills right now. They're skills that you've been selling in the marketplace. And maybe the marketplace has changed. You know, in 2008, when we had the big, real estate thing 15 years ago, the way the economy came back was completely different. All kinds of jobs disappeared and stuff changed. Pandemic did the same thing. We had three years of madness, you know, everything closed and partially open and not open and vaccines and not and anger and politics and all of the nonsense that went with it. And it changed everything. So the skills that you have You know, you might be an accountant, you might be a bookkeeper, you might be a yards maintenance person, you might be a janitor, you might be an author, you might be an attorney, you might own a video company, you know, you might be a television network operator, you might be anything. 
Okay, me, I'm a coach. I'm also a musician. I'm an author. I had a career in electricity uh, deregulation and, you know, government policy and stuff in the U.S. and Canada. So I've acquired a set of skills. So have you. Those skills you can sell in the marketplace, and you have been. That will continue. But usually that isn't enough to make us happy because we don't feel like, oh, I'm doing what I came to do, what I meant to do. I'm able to express my most, most authentic, powerful stuff. You know, this ultimate life stuff you see here, www.yourultimatelife.ca is a gift that I have for you. Go there and get free stuff. Go there and collect five master keys to create that life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. But the bottom line is you have a set of skills. You also have a set of gifts. Now, I haven't spent a lot of time talking about what those are. I've mentioned them casually. Some people have artistic gifts or awesomely creative. Some people keep their cool no matter what's going on. Some people listen really powerfully and well. Some people just seem to know the right thing to say. Some people are naturally selfless and kind. Some people are gifted in music. and Some people are gifted in writing or speaking. And there's hundreds, thousands of other gifts. But you have some. Often we, we discount those because they're easy for you, and so you don't think they matter. They do. So that's a second set of things that you have. And sometimes the skills you've developed for sale in the marketplace and the gifts you have overlap, and sometimes they don't. The third thing you have, which is the most important, is your life experience. As you've gone through last year and the years of the pandemic before that, and the years before that, you, you had a set of experiences. Some were kind, some were cruel. Some hurt you, some helped you. All of them can be used for your growth and refinement. Every single one of them. Every experience there is opportunity for growth. I am. Here's another statement that I recognize for myself. I am that I expect and extract growth from every experience. I didn't, oh, I used to hate some experiences and be mad about them and wonder why they were thrust upon me, forced upon me, etc., etc. Instead, I just say I expect and I extract, I go find growth from each experience. Why? Because I love the process of growth. I love feeling that feeling. You know why? Because it allows me to give more. I have just discovered this crazy thing. I'm happiest when I'm giving. I'm happiest when I'm intentionally serving. I sent 10 or 15 messages this morning, and I was in heaven as I was doing that. Loving, serving, lifting, encouraging people on purpose. Why? Because I can. That's why I do this right here, right now, is to love and bless you if I can. To offer you hope. So here's what this is today about. I said, New Year, yeah, that. That was kind of the, the tone of the title. And that's why I picked this sort of grumpy picture. But your opportunity is not grumpy unless you let it be. It's not, oh, another new year. What am I going to do? Is it going to be last year all over again? If last year was great, maybe that's a thrilling idea. But here's the opportunity. You can create it. Sit down with yourself now and say, what do I want to grow this year? I'll give you the secret. Here is the formula to grow. If you want to grow a garden, you go and you plant and you cultivate and you weed and you do some things, not news. If you want to learn, 
excuse me, you learn a language, you go enroll in a class or you get an app and you work on it. I have a client who's been working on learning a foreign language every day for, I think, between three and four years. He's now quite good and it's done his business, staggering benefits and profits because he does a lot of business in this country where the other language is. And it's, he's done, done really well, but it's just by spending 10, 15 minutes a day with this app on the phone and he's really diligent about it. And now it's made him a ton of money. Because of that diligence. So here's your opportunity to grow. What do you want to grow? Most folks I talk to want to grow their income. Money. Well, all money is, is people thanking you for your service. Now, some service we do in church and community in the neighborhood, and people say thank you, and that is the thanks we get. And that feels good. We get oxytocin and you know, rush of dopamine for completion, and it feels good. But other thank yous come in the form of cash. And cash is just energy that we trade. It's no trade. It's no different than thank you, except it's a recognition. It's a certificate of appreciation. Now, in order for us to do that, we have to produce something concrete that somebody else wants. And we act as if that's a mystery. It's not a mystery. If you go back and look at those three things, your skills, your natural gifts, and your life experience, you have stuff that is valuable that someone will pay you for. Where people fall down most of the time is they don't want to take the time to organize it into some form like bread. I have wheat, flour, yeast. I can, and I don't know how to make bread, but I, if I did, I could take those things and water and whatever, turn it into bread. Well, If I do that, then someone's going to pay me for the effort of having made the bread. But if I just have these skills, gifts, and life experience, and I don't organize it in any way, then it's going to be hard for someone to to know how nutritious it is, like the bread. So the, the failing is this failure to do the organizing and the presenting, packaging and marketing, if you want to speak in business terms. So here we are back with the New Year thing. Do you have 30-year goals? Do you know where you're going to be 30 years from now? I realize the world's going to change and you're not even going to be close. But the process of aiming sharpens our skills, focuses our calendars, and moves us in a direction. The closer we get in from 30, 20 years, 10 years, 5 years, 1 year, 1 quarter, 1 month, 1 day, the more likely we are to be able to get to the goal we set. So I set a goal this morning of creating this episode, and here we are doing it. So that's going to be checked off. I have some other goals today, and I've already accomplished some. All of those would just be random crap if they weren't focused on a specific outcome that I want. Now, you know what my outcome is. My outcome is to help 250 million people this year. My year started October 14th, so I'm two months in. I am not even close. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I don't care. Everything I'm doing is focused on how do I maximize progress, growth, movement to that trajectory of spreading the message of hope, love, opportunity to you, 250 million people this year. How do I do that? To help you realize who you are, divine being with skills and gifts and talents and love and opportunity all around you. How do I get you to see that and claim it if you want to? Obviously, nobody makes anybody do anything. But we struggle with the idea that I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. 
Everybody moves at different speeds. You can move. Maybe it's a millimeter. Maybe it's a mile. I've moved some days a millimeter. I've moved some days a mile. So have you. So the question is about are you willing to move at all, even a little? Are we willing to get the help? Sharing our human experience. I see it over and over again. People say the best thing you can do is to be authentic, to share yourself. I read another, share yourself freely and fully and authentically. We hide, we pretend. Oh, I got to be better than last year. When we say that, and then what we do is we think about how to prevent people from knowing about our flaws instead of just leveling up. I saw a post from another friend of mine, and he talked about competition. And this fellow was on a Super Bowl winning team. And so his, one of his things is you got to compete. Competition sharpens your growth. Well, of course it does. But it isn't so you can be better than someone and say, I'm better than you. It's so you can grow. One of the ways to grow is have a clear target. You've got a football team on the field. They certainly know which end of the field they're aiming at, right? They know moving the ball is the game. Basketball, hockey, running, whatever the sport is, everybody knows what the finish line is. They know what the next second, minute, hour needs to be focused on. Do you? Now, 30 years might be a long time to think about to start with. About 2024, today's day two, what are you going to do with 2024? What is 2024 about for you? Have you declared it? Is it about exactly more of the same? Okay, then say that and lean into more of the same. Is it about, I have no idea what it's about, I'm just going to flow along and see what happens? Then live fully present in each moment, completely free, unattached, and loving what is. And you know what? You can do that and still have goals. So here's a a maybe contradictory statement for you. One of my statements in my PTAC, personal truth document, my constitution, is I am that I live fully present in each moment, free, unattached, and loving what is. And I mean that very simply. I'm free to do anything I want in this moment. I'm not attached to the outcome, and I love what is. That makes me never frustrated about my circumstances, makes me completely creative about what I want to create, and yet even with that fully present in each moment, I have some long-term objectives I'd like to accomplish in 2024. One of them I've shared before, Joy and I, and the family, all of us are going to move over to Vancouver Island this August. So that's about eight months from now. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Yeah, eight months. We're going to be on an adventure. How fun is that? That's a goal. And so the actions that I'm taking this week, this month, this season are aiming toward that goal. Then I have a goal, you know, for this October, which is my 250 million. And I have a goal for the following October of 2025. Not because I have to but because it allows me to focus my creative energy on loving and serving. It allows me to add good to the world. And I use all those fuzzy words, but what it really means is it allows me to run a business, make money, be profitable, give, serve, love. It allows me to do that fully and freely because I'm focused on those things. 
I have made declarations about my life and about my year. This is your invitation. Do you have a vision of yourself? Now, the last thing I want to talk about is the difference between external and internal vision. I have a client that I love dearly, actually more than one. This actually happens a lot. It happened to me, too, a lot. I kept expecting the external accomplishments to calm the internal storm. If I made enough money, I'd be happy inside. If I proved how cool I was and got lots of accolades outside, then the self-doubt and negativity inside would go away. That never works. So you may be stuck there, and you maybe already have learned that lesson. It took me a long time and a lot of misery. That's backwards. The truth is the inside calming and focus happens first. The outside stuff happens naturally. That's backwards from what we're taught in society and the world, which is go do all this stuff, work hard, get famous, get money, get power, and then you'll be happy. Backwards. Happy is first. Happy is a choice. Creating goals based on love and service and adding good to the world, then money just comes because people want to be around you when you're adding good to the world. So that's an, an opportunity to make a switch that it took me decades to figure out. Decades. A lot of misery and sadness and you know, other stuff we've talked about on other episodes. So here's your question. Yep, it's New Year's. Yep, you can do nothing. Or you can set some real objectives that matter to you. Not some pie-in-the-sky stuff you'll quit in a week, because objectives don't count unless you also, with them, create a, a framework to make them happen. Some people use SMART, you know, specific, measurable, uh, attainable, realistic, and time-bound, I think, is what that stands for. That's a good framework. I wrote a whole book on how to create any result called The Results Equation. The Results Equation, best book I've ever seen on how to get something done in your business, in your life, to create any result. Start where you are, get where you're going. Here's the exact step-by-step process. If you want help, go get that. But the point is, take control. We are happiest as humans when we are in love and service. We can be more focused and successful when we create goals. So if you don't have 30-year goals yet, great. If you don't have 20-year goals yet, okay. 10-year goals yet, okay. Do you know directionally what you want? Is it only one-dimensional, like, I just need more money? Or is it multidimensional? Because life is not measured in money. Happiness, memories, nobody dies wishing they had more cash. Every time, 100% of the time, people focus on Relationships, love, time, opportunities missed. So maximize those. Now, let's get specific. In this last couple of minutes, what are your goals for the year? Do you have them? Share them with me. I'd love to help you with them. I can help you set them. I can help you achieve them. And maybe you don't need my help. But do you have them? Do you have them? Are they riveted to your heart? Are they connected to the essence of your love and your beingness as a divine human. You are so important. You are so powerful. 
And so many of us sit in mediocrity and wallow in self-pity. We let the prisons of the past be excuses for the present. We let the sadnesses of yesteryear or yesterday rob us of our opportunity to grow and love and create today. You can stop now, even if it's a little, even if it's getting help, getting focused, and loving yourself. The last thing I'll leave you with is this. Start today with a brand new habit. Easy, doesn't depend on anyone else. This habit is to love yourself and forgive yourself. Most of us carry around a long list of um, grievances that others have done to us or and or things we hate about ourselves. Learning to forgive yourself is critical. It isn't even hard. It is recognizing that you have made mistakes and that carrying guilt and shame does not help you overcome them. It does not help you do better in the present. It does not help you grow and serve and love. It doesn't even help you build your business and make money. So if you want to add good to the world, if you want to be happy, if you want to have a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, make a commitment to yourself. You're worth it. Yeah, this is a new year. Just be that. Take it. Use it. If I can help you, I know I can. If you want my help, reach out. I can't help you if we don't talk. I've got free things, www.yourultimatelife.ca, but I'd love to have the honor and privilege of knowing your heart and seeing the greatness of your soul, giving you love, encouragement, and all the help I can as you create your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is your ultimate life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet.